What's up, guys, and welcome to the Fit and Ship Podcast, now brought to you by our sponsor, Four Horsemen Nutrition. Four Horsemen Nutrition, started by a former competitive powerlifter for competitive powerlifters, has a great-tasting whey protein with more nutrients and a better flavor than all the other protein powders out there. Creatine monohydrate for the gains and two great-tasting coffee flavors that will help you get through your workout. The coffee flavors are cinnamon and a French roast and graham cracker flavor and a medium roast. Give them a follow on Instagram at fourhorsemen underscore nutrition and get your orders in today. Now to the podcast. All right, all right, all right. We are live. Episode 16, I believe. Episode 16, Fit and Shit Podcast. I will be live in just a minute with Phil Herndon. Um, I will be live with Phil in just a sec. All-time world record squatter, both sleeves and wraps. As soon as he jumps in, we'll get him going. He is in here. Let me invite him. Kick this thing off. Yo. Oh, can I get this? You're in. Oh, sweet. What's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm pretty good. How about you? Good, man. Good. Are you fucking pumped still, or have you settled down? Oh, I'm settled down. I was I was pumped for a little bit after it, but you know I had to, I had to finish the meet out, so I called back. Course. Of course, of course. So, real quick, what I like what I like to do to start it off, just tell people you know what we're working with here that aren't familiar. So, number five all time, raw with wraps. Number seventeen all time in sleeves, both at two forty two, and. Yeah. And the proud, the proud owner of both world record squats, both wraps and sleeves. Wraps nine fifty nine, and sleeves eight seventy. Yes, sir. Which one was harder? Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think the wrap one was. So, like, I always say wraps are a lot harder just because, like, the timing and there's more uh, technique to it. Yeah, technique and just like the timing. Plus, like, I wrap my own knees, so. Oh man, shit! I didn't know. And I'm fat. <laughs> I think I was like sweating and out of breath before I even did the rep. Yeah, you're fucking tired and exhausted. I didn't know you wrapped your own knees. So you did you do that in competition? Yeah. Oh I've shit. Or um what wraps do you use? Uh so I started out with the Phantom uh the Pioneer Phantoms. Yeah. And then uh, now I use the Iron Rebel Outlaws, which is which what I uh, I broke the record in the Iron Rebel Outlaws. And they're they're your sponsor too, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Nice. Um, so what would you compare? Would you compare those? Are those close to the Phantoms? I I've never tried those. So the Phantoms are like really like they're a lot stiffer and uh, more stopping power. So yeah. I always have more trouble in depth. Well, we all know that, right? Uh, <laughs> Um, a lot more trouble in depth with those, and the outlaws are like just a little not as not as rough on the knees, and you get a little more spring out of them. Um, so I would just say they're just a little bit more springy. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. So, what? How did it feel shutting everybody up? I mean, you were undergoing some shit. I mean, I heard first it was you know people bitching when you hit the nine fifty nine squat, saying it was high, saying it shouldn't have counted, all that bullshit. Then they were saying you couldn't do it in sleeves, and you come over in sleeves, and you prove you could do it in sleeves. So how's it feel to just kind of get that fucking elephant off your back? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I'm actually kind of like sad because like I'm so used to all the hate and that engagement that like yeah, I didn't. Cool. 
<laughs> like I was just like congratulations and I was like oh my god this is like new to me <laughs> yeah yeah I was uh, like what's this guy gonna do now yeah right and I was gonna get a multiply and trip those guys up nah. yeah why not um you know it's a uh, I guess it's it's pretty cool just like being able to do it I mean I knew I could do it it just took some time but um you know I can I can do any meet at any time um mm. You know, people are always like, oh, you just do these local meets. Well, yeah, I live in the middle of nowhere. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to fly just to do a local meet, like, you know, every weekend. But Exactly. Um, yeah, I, like I told people I would do a meet anywhere um, as long as it was feasible. And, you know, I'll, I'll do any federation too, so. Oh, for real, yeah. I mean, we t I talked about that with the, my last few guests. I mean. I, I don't mind the federation either, as long as the consistency is there with calls and stuff like that. I mean, numbers are numbers. Yeah, absolutely. you get you get two white lights, you get two white lights, and it's in the it's in there regardless. You know what I mean? Yep. So you know, I've seen that I've seen that you've done RPS. I see that you've done Metal Militia. You know, I've done the same. I bounced around. I unfortunately went USPA at one point. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> so I've been all over too. Yeah, I mean, I but, like. Um, yeah, I just uh, I hate walking on squats. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once I learned there was a such thing as a mono lift, I was like, oh shit, why would I ever walk out a squat again? Right. I mean, we're already like risking injury, uh, lifting heavy ass weight. But you know, let's like let's walk let's walk backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'll take that at least that part out. <laughs> <laughs> so what's next for you? What's what's the goal next? Coast clash? Yeah, I'm gonna do that one in sleeves as well. And I'm gonna go up to 275. Now I'll probably yeah. 75. I think like the heaviest I've ever been in my life is probably like 260, and it was super uncomfortable. So um, I probably just try to reach like 260, 265, mm -hmm. and uh, just hang out there. See how you feel. Yeah, and then um, that's kind of big for you too because I, you know, I've been following, and then I could tell you. you you kind of like you're right at that 242 cusp. Like you don't really cut much, right? You cut maybe eight pounds. When yeah. You compete. This last one. Uh, and then you you were sick for a while, right? Yeah. After the during American Pro, uh, yeah. American Pro, I had a stomach bug that I lost 20 pounds on. Um, still competed. Well, you know, it bombed, but yeah, we ended in the same <laughs> same area. <laughs> I didn't give up. Um, and then. Uh, days after that i had a, a bacterial infection which i lost another uh, 25 pounds on so i went down 45 pounds and i'd say like four weeks holy shit yeah i was i was like 220 um which is the lightest i've been in four years probably three years yeah, yeah. everything <laughs> all better now though you're good yeah um i did that the raw dogs meet which i i saw you at we talked there for a little bit yeah um, yeah so I did that. I did like a five week prep for that. So I went from 220 back up to 242. Actually, I wasn't even 240. I was 240 when I weighed in. Um, and then this last meet, I was 246 in the mornings the entire prep. So I only cut four pounds. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> the one it looked like, like it looked like you felt great. Yeah, I actually was like super healthy. Um, I just got blood work done. So uh, yeah, yesterday, but. Um, yeah, everything felt really good. So, you know, two seventy five. Hopefully, that uh, I feel even better. So I just saw right before we got on that you said ten fifty at two seventy five. That's the goal for. Oh, I'm sorry. That's for American Pro, correct? Going back in reps. 
Yeah. So, um, you asked me about my plans. We're after the Ghost Clash. There's going to be a meet. <clears throat> it's a local meet um, at Exile again. So, it's like four weeks after. It's in March. And I'm probably going to do 275 in wraps. And that's what I'm going to train in wraps from now until then, pretty much. I do both. So, I'll just switch back and forth. There you go. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think 1050 at the American Pro will probably be uh, pretty, I don't, I don't want to say easy, but doable. Well, I mean, you've, you've squatted 1,000 in training before, correct? I thought I think I saw you take 10.03 or something. Yeah, I've done 1,003 at 2.52 in the morning. Yeah, there you go. So, so, um, so we were talking about, you know, the critics and, and all the shit. You know, first it was the high squat, then it was you can do it in sleeves, all that shit. How do you, how do you deal with that? You know, <clears throat> th does it ever get to you or is it all just fun and games to you? Honestly, it's just funny to me. Yeah. I think, it, like, no one, I mean, no one's doing the stuff that we're doing. Um, yeah, I can, like, speculate and call people out all the time about stuff that I can't do. Mm -hmm. um, but, I don't know, I think it's just, I can't, I don't even use that as motivation because it's just so stupid. But these people, do, you notice, do you notice it comes from more people that can't even fathom doing what you do rather than people at your level? That, but, like, it's kind of sad, too, because it's, like, people that actually lift and should understand, like, they, they're lifting, like, 700 pounds. What is, okay, 700 pounds squat is still very good. I'm, like, I'm not shitting on anybody that can't, like, that can do that. But, like, they should know squatting 700 pounds is, is heavy, and that's yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you're going to call out someone that squats 959. Like, well, exactly. Like, a weight class. Like, these people that were talking, they're, like, USAPL guys or. Of course, of course. And in my weight class, and if you well, want to like, you're in my weight class and you want to complain to me about it, we'll get signed up at a meet. Yeah, well, that's, well, that's the thing. Like, I've always found that it's always some guy that's that's nowhere in your class, or 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 different level of the sport, maybe a multiply guy or some 148 kid that lifts in the USAPL, and it's like, it's never like a, a peer. You know what I mean? Like, because peers, like you said we understand how much fucking weight that is. You know what I mean? 9.59, and I don't even know if I can unrack that, let alone try to fucking squat it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, uh, so, you know, I respect it, even if even if I felt like it was two inches high, which I didn't think it was, but, it, you know, there, there's got to be some level of respect, and there is when you're talking to peers. You know what I mean? It's always some idiot behind the fucking keyboard that, squats 450 at the local you know commercial gym and wants to talk about you know what you're doing yeah i mean even when um daniel beat the my record the first time at 950 something 953 i think he did the ghost last year um yeah i could have like complained about it and say it was high you know it wasn't up to my like oh well he could went lower with it right now yeah. two weeks later i just beat it <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, like, like I don't, you know, just come beat it if you want to. I don't care. All right. Well, now that he's in here, I just see Usam's in here. I had a question for later, but I'm going to say it right now since he's in there. Who do you think is going to give that sleeve squat a run for its money first, Joe Sullivan or Hussam the gym freak? Um, <clears throat> Sullivan's talking going 242. Hussam runs 242 right now. Yeah, that's going to be good. Um, his training, I know he did the, the, 
USPA Pro, and I think that was like two weeks earlier than he was supposed to compete. Mm -hmm. And I think he was like squatting like eight thirties, like his eight thirty six. I think moved really well. Yeah. Uh, I don't. It's it's hard, but I think whoever does a meet at two forty two first might break will break it. But yeah. like Joe Sullivan, obviously he's got the strength, and he's gonna get to like two sixty and cut to two forty two or whatever, and he would beat it, but I think Hassan was going to beat it at a closer weight, which I think is more impressive, but yeah, uh, yeah. strength-wise right now, I'd probably say Joe probably has it. Yeah. Um, just, you know, obviously numbers because from the USPA Pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but overall, I think Hassan will probably stay in the 242s and probably run that class for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um. Thousand pounds raw squat. I can't even fathom. So, so, what is the plan now? You're not going to do any kind of meet until Ghost, correct? Yeah. I wasn't even last meet, but it was at the home gym. So, gotcha, gotcha. Done two forty twos. So two seventy five, two seventy five in sleeves for the Ghost. What What are the goals that you have in mind for that? Um, I mean, really, I just. I'm gonna, I'll break the squat record. That's for sure. I mean, it's only nine to three. Um, I've done that in training at the, during American Pro Prep. Oh, so, it's nine oh three at two seventy five. Yeah. It's, okay. I think uh, Dennis Cornelius has it. Um, uh, my goal was like a nine thirty, nine forty. Okay. So, what about, bench, what about bench and pull? I'm not going to start prepping for that until like eight weeks out anyways. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, bench, I think 520. I'll be, you know, right over my, my best bench for tear my pack. Gotcha. And then deadlift, I'd like to say like 840, which I think those numbers are pretty close to the – all time total. Yeah, that'll put you at twenty three hundred. Yeah, mm -hmm. the total is twenty three twenty five. Is that Yuri Belkin? No, uh, Zach Myers. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, I'm thinking two forty two. Sorry. Yeah. So two seventy five. Um. So people were asking before, you know, what what is your uh, your ideal like split program? I saw you post about it earlier. Um, you know, do you do SBD days? Or do you split them up? each day like how do you program um so we do like a, we run like a conjugate style so our mondays are usually a max effort squat and dynamic effort um deadlift mm -hmm. and then obviously i'll flip flop the next week we'll switch to dynamic effort squats max effort deadlifts uh tuesdays our max effort bench um now wednesdays we just switched up so we used to do squat and deadlift uh on wednesdays as well and it would kind of be the same thing as Monday, but a different variation, like mm -hmm. bar, chains, whatever. Um, so we switched it up to just doing leg accessories, um, more grip work, uh, like sled, farm carries, and then um, a little bit more back work. Because I'm going to need a lot more volume if I'm going to push 275, so I need to do less barbell work in my opinion, yep. just do some machine stuff, like kind of bodybuilding style. Um, now, why is that? Uh, I just get a little bit more 
getting that volume in and like isolating the muscles, um, I think it's going to help a lot. Put like muscle, actual muscle on. Yeah. Guys, uh, and we're still doing. Um, and then Thursday is going to be our. We do a dynamic effort uh, bench day, mm-hmm. and it's a max effort secondary upper. So we'll do like a shoulder press, standing, incline. Um, man, even a push press we do. Yeah, that'll be we flip flop those as well as well, and then Friday we do dynamic effort, um, squat and pulls, just to kind of prime ourselves. So, for, so it's like an old school conjugate style workout. Yeah, I mean I don't follow it like to a T. We don't do a bunch of like eight sets of three. You know, we just kind yeah, of like speed work stuff. Yeah, and we just play with it, and we don't kill ourselves, but. Um, it's been working. Now you do a lot more straight weight than like the uh, accommodating resistance stuff, correct? Uh, so we usually do one band and one band or chain um, a week. A week. Yeah. And then as like, so like, say I'm in like a 16, 12, yeah, like 12 week prep. I'll start with like the heavy, heavy band, uh, less bar weight. And then as we get closer to the meat, It'll be like red minis and heavier bar weight, which Gosh. I've noticed has helped a lot with being a raw lifter, um, just because you're getting closer to that actual straight weight. Straight weight, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't like I don't like pushing. One thing I changed, and I think that hurt me for go, for the American Pro, which I got to change, is I was doing a lot of overloading reverse band work, but you know I lift at a primarily multiply gym. Yeah, <laughs> where they get that overload and they need to work their top end strength. But us as raw lifters, you know, we need that strength out of the hole. And I think I was doing myself a disservice by, you know, pounding that overload at the top, but wasn't working that out of the hole strength enough. You know what I mean? So I took a ton of reverse band squats and my squat seemed better than ever, but I was never touching that true straight weight in the hole until it was go yeah. time. You know what I mean? So I, I really need to change that up do less of the reverse band overload and stuff. But I'm still doing, um, you know, especially for speed days, I do traditional conjugate style stuff. So it's, you know, bands for speed work, 10 by two, eight by three, six by four, shit like that. Yeah, that's... But um, I've cut that back as far as bench goes because I think for bench, for raw guys, there tends to be more risk and reward. Like I get brutal tendonitis all that stuff from that shit. You know what I mean? I'd rather do more volume for, for bench at least. Yeah, that's how I am. I've, uh, I've noticed as it increases my bench press a lot. Um, yeah, like I, like I said, we don't really do a lot of like 10 sets of three. Um, I just get too tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm, no gas to push your accessories after that? Yeah, like we, we push accessories pretty hard to be honest. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. I think that's uh, and uh, that's what I think a lot of guys miss these days, or like the younger lifters. They think that you know all we do is go in and focus on that main lift. You know what I mean? Yeah. But all that ex- all that accessory work is what builds it. You know? Yeah, you see a lot of people doing like I mean at my gym now, like people do SPD so often, um, and or like just hundreds of sets. I feel like they're doing hundreds of sets yeah. with, with squats. I'm like, how you squat? I mean. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, squatting for two hours, but then they leave. <laughs> yeah. They get no accessory work in, you know? And um, I feel like they're <clears> – <throat> I'm not calling anybody out, but I, I feel like their strength doesn't really, like, go anywhere. Exactly, yeah. They so 
progress. What are you doing outside of lifting? What do you do for your career? What are you? What are your hobbies outside of it? All that stuff. Uh, so I'm a nine one dispatcher. Um, okay. So I work overnight. I do twelve hours, five thirty to five thirty. Yeah, I really, I don't really do much outside of lifting and work. All lifting. So like, <laughs> I do, yeah, I mean, like I, I visit like when I can. I visit the family a lot. Um, I don't work out on weekends because I usually, you know, I go see the family, yeah. uh, or I just hang out with my girlfriend because uh, she works like she works twelves as well during the day. Yeah. So, it was very like opposite. So like when we both have off, we just like chill and you know watch a lot of, like just movies or and yeah, it's basic shit. Yeah, just eat a lot of food. Pig out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially now that I'm going 275. <laughs> G. Turner said you're a homebody. Is that one of your boys? Yeah, yeah, he can, yeah he's an exile, exile guy. So is ex Exile is not your gym. That's like your home gym, but you don't own it, correct? Yeah, home gym. Yeah, I don't own that. <clears throat> That's in Baltimore? Yep, Rosedale. Right oh. Over the summer, I'll have to come out. I go to Baltimore once a year to the harbor, and I go to some games and all that. Yeah, we're. Uh, it's probably like, I don't know, 15 minutes from there, if that. Oh, nice, nice. So what got you into powerlifting? You an ex-athlete, or are you just? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I grew up playing a lot of sports. Um, mm -hmm. In high school, I did. I played football. I was really small, though, so, like, I didn't really like it. I just did it. Um, yeah. Actually, like, track. I was a sprinter. I did the 100-meter sprint. Um, I broke the record in the 100-meter for my school which I still hold. Um, what was the speed? You remember? Yeah, I ran a 10.7. Wow. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, after high school, like I never went to college or anything, and I was still want I still want to be like competitive. Um, so I started doing. I think my senior year we did this uh, powerlifting meet at the gym or at the school. I was like, yeah, I'll try it. And I, you know, I did like some classes of in gym that we like lifted weights, which yeah. I think girls and abs, <laughs> which I don't even have any biceps now, but uh, didn't really work. <laughs> so like after high school, I just, um, I kind of kept with it. I had a coach, he was a, like a big USAPL guy and he just kind of like, I guess showed me the ways. Um, once I, I kind of, like, split off from that and just did my own thing for a while. Uh, had a few coaches, <clears throat> and then now I just do my own thing again. <laughs> now you program yourself now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I have a program. I just kind of, like, go in the gym and – Go off field? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that bar today. <laughs> the band tension and hope not to die. <laughs> I mean, you can't complain with the results, so fuck it, you know, why? Yeah, why? yeah so I, I just, like uh, – I just wanted to do something, you know, competitive still. And exactly. I don't do anything with a team because I, I'm i very competitive and will suck. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I realized, too, I was the same way. And I was like, how can I still compete? Like, I'm getting older. I can't play ball anymore. Like, you know, I run up and down the court or I play baseball for a day or two and I can't move. I was like, what can I do? You know what I mean? And then I kind of got sucked in. I was just big into like, you know, I was just into lifting like an athlete and training like an athlete. And then, you know, Mike Skiba, who owns Hellbent, found me online and was like, bro, you don't, you're wasting your potential. You got to come over here and check this out. And at the time, I had this bad stigma in my mind about powerlifting. I just saw the big, huge, 
big belly guys and I was into like fit, fit, fit. So I was like, ah, that's not for me. You know what I mean? But eventually I got sucked right in once I saw how competitive it is, but also the community aspect of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's definitely, um, if you're around the right people, it's, it's definitely a family. I'll say oh, that. For sure. for sure. You have those people that are like, I'm, I guess I'll say stuck up. Uh, they're like the stuck up people. I always called them the Hollister people. Uh, no offense to anybody that wears Hollister, but like in school, I feel like everybody that had Hollister was like, that was your. They had the, they had the money or something. You're the top people, right? Um, <laughs> so like I say Hollister is like the people that have like new SBD shit every week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> kind of like, I think you said it with <clears throat> Travis, the uh, people that stick to themselves. Yeah, yeah. The lone wolf theory. Yeah, they just don't want to listen to anybody, um, which I guess, like, when we all started, we didn't really want to. Some people, I mean, I did. I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing, so. Well, I mean, I think all the all the top dogs, you know, I consider you a top dog in here. Oh, you know, to, to get there to that level, you got to be a sponge. You got to go in. You got to learn from everybody. You got to pick people's brains. You know what I mean? I go and I bounce around to gyms still, and I meet, meet with people and learn from people. Anytime I get a chance to talk to anybody, you, any guy at your level, I, I want to talk and learn. And you know what I mean? That's why I, I started doing this in the first place. You know what I mean? To get Absolutely. people's opinions, get different aspects of training. I mean, like they say, two heads is better than one, three is better than two. I do the same with, with my training. You know, I trust my coach, but I'm always bouncing ideas to her. Uh, Laura Phelps is my coach, so I bounce ideas to her. She throws things back at me. We kind of like, co-train you know what i mean yeah and i'm just always learning and then i'm learning from the multiply guys and there there's stuff that you know i do carry over and then there's stuff that obviously doesn't work for us because we're not in the gear but yeah. you know but you can learn from everybody you know what i mean but you just gotta you gotta you gotta put your ego and your pride to the side and just cut the fucking i think that's also why like i stopped having a coach is because like so you pay this person you know, whatever amount of money a month. Like, that's all you want to listen to. Like, that's, you're like, he's my coach. So, you're like, confined. yeah, like, you're just, you know, you're stuck there and you don't really like when people tell you stuff in the gym, you're just like, yeah, like, brush it off. Or like, people that are stronger than, like, I always try to listen to people that are stronger than me because, like, they're stronger than me for a reason, right? They got to know something. Yeah. <laughs> um, I kind of, that's why I kind of like split off and did my own thing. And, uh, like, I'm friends with Rochelle from Mitme, and they're a big multiply group. You know, they go to West Side, lead FTS. And they got me hooked up with, like, Louie. Um, and I went out there. Luckily, I went out there, like, I think a month before he passed, RIP. Oh, wow. But, uh, you know, he gave me the people, like, <clears throat> all of the people there were really, like, they helped me. Like, they told me, like, I should work on this. Like, things that, like, I don't see and people mm -hmm. around me because they're around me every day. Yeah, and I went there, you know, squatting as much as them and they're in briefs. But, like, yeah. they still, hey, you could do this and get better. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I, like, I took at home. I worked on it, and I squatted 1,000. Yeah, uh, well, exactly. I mean, you sometimes it's, it's funny you said that. Like, you need new eyes on you sometimes, too, because yeah. you train with these guys. You might train with the same crew for the last two years. They're, they're used to your habits. Even your bad habits become nor the norm to them. It, it, it's hard for them to pick apart what you're doing, you know? Sure. Yeah, I think uh, just 
to any like new lifter, old lifter, if you're the strongest person in your gym, just visiting places, like spending a weekend, just drive two hours, three hours, whatever, go to a random gym that you might think nobody's at. <clears throat> you'll probably find somebody there that'll. Oh, that'll for sure. <laughs> for sure. So what, um, one thing I like to talk about with everybody is like the pros and cons right now of where you think lifting is, where you think raw lifting is, uh, where it is now and where it's heading, what, what the things you like it, about what's going on now, the things that you need to, that you think need to change. Like, what are you seeing? What are you seeing about everything right now? Um, I think uh, a lot of people need to get away from like the same exact programming. I see like a lot of raw lifters doing this. Um, like switch things up. Like I, <laughs> I feel for me, like doing when I was doing a raw, like I was raw lifting and doing like five by fives constantly. Like it was so boring that I felt like I didn't mentally want to progress. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it was like, I just switched some things up and like started having fun training again. And like, I wanted to go to the gym and like push the weights again. Like I got, you know, it was just a mental thing. Um, I mean, I, it's going, I feel like it's going in the right direction. They're starting to like add bigger meets for raw lifting. Yeah. Uh, they're also like splitting the days up now, doing like, raw one day and then wraps the next day so we're like that too they used to have them together and it was like i guess unfair um because there's no different like dot score or yeah yeah whatever the points is that weekend <laughs> um well it, it's hard too for like i would imagine it's hard too for a guy like yourself that self wraps timing something when one person might be in wraps and the next person before you might be just in sleeves yeah, like you're you're fucking trying to time your reps and with a with a shot clock on. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even really think about that. Uh, you know, if everyone's rapping, it's kind of an even playing field. You're like, all right, this guy raps for a minute, the guy right in front of me raps for this long, and then he goes up. Like, and you start getting that timing down. Yeah, that's also very true. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I think like the the raw lifting is, I think it's fun. Um, it's a lot easier for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just I don't have to worry. Like this past weekend, like I literally just like warmed up. I didn't have to wrap. I didn't have to carry like six wraps with me because I used to pre-wrap all my stuff. Gotcha. Not wrap for every attempt. Um, save my forearms as much as possible. You know. Yeah. Uh, like it wasn't out of breath. I didn't feel like taxed. <laughs> um, did Did you use different styles of wraps per attempt, or the same wrap, just different wrapped up each time? Um. So I would try to get like. My first attempt would be, you know, like, I don't remember the revolutions. It was probably, like, eight revolutions. Um, you know, then, like, nine. And then the last one, I usually would do, like, a, a double X. Mm -hmm. um, and then one across that X. Up top? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it would be, like, eight, nine, and ten. If I could get ten, that'd be great. But, the, sa but the same uh, – Usually – The same guy. brand, I'm saying. Because I know guys that use, like – a different actual brand or oh. a different wrap each attempt. Yeah, no, I use the same one. Okay. Yeah, I just use the, the outlaws for all of them. Yeah, because I know some guys that use like like a legit different, they might use like the Inzer Atomics for their last warm up. Then they use like the Phantoms or the Chokers for their seconds and thirds, you know what I mean? Yeah, like less aggressive. And, yeah. Um, nah, I feel like that would give me anxiety. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I, I need the same. I, I'm a creature of habit. I need everything the same. Yeah.
<laughs> Absolutely. So um, while we're on that topic, you know what I mean? Um, social media. I suck at it. <laughs> well, you're a quiet, you're a quiet dude, so that that's a good point too. Do you feel like you be, you get a little bit overlooked because of you're dude. quiet on social media? You're a quiet dude. Uh, possibly. I mean, I don't really know. Like, I don't know the whole algorithm thing. Um, <clears throat> so, like, when I started lifting, when I saw like people lifting heavy weights that like I would never see before. I thought that was cool. So they got to follow, right? And I, yeah. watch, I watch all their videos every week or day, whatever. And uh, so I kind of like, like, yeah, like people aren't like, no one sees like an 800 pound squat every day in their gym or 900 pound, <clears throat> you know, stuff like that. And um, so like, I was like, yeah, I'll just do that and, you know, see where it gets me. Yeah, yeah. I guess people don't like, really like that stuff anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, well, it's, like, it's just weird because, like, it's like the, the Steve, like, you know, he'll be right next to me squatting 400. And, I, you know, I say I squat 800 or whatever. And he's just getting, like, thousands of views or likes. Yeah. Like, we just did the same thing, but not. <laughs> yeah. It, some of it doesn't make sense. But I... Um, now, yeah, I mean, I don't make too much noise. I don't really, like, call people out. I don't like a lot of attention. I actually yeah. like, hate when people watch me um, lifting in the gym. Yeah. And I hate compete. I, I I like competing, but I also hate it because I hate when people like all eyes are on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that <laughs> crazy anxiety. Yeah. No, it's just funny because, like, obviously, I mean, like anywhere, there's fucking politics and everything, right? You know what I mean? But yeah. you know, when I see your name on a flight list, like that's the fucking name on. Like, for instance, American Pro. I'm looking down the flight list, and it's stacked. But, like, you're one of the names to me that pops out. But then you would listen to a podcast and, every, you know, it's always the same names, the Pensons, the Hacks, the this and that. Yeah. So, like, I, I felt like you did fly a little under the radar for a guy that's got the fucking world record squat in both sleeves and wraps. You know what I mean? It's So, you know. Yeah. I, for, for a guy like you, though, that's quiet and doesn't want to be seen and heard, I guess it's a good thing. You know what I mean? That like you just fly low key. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't I can't. Like, if I had, like, 100,000 followers tomorrow from this podcast, it wouldn't – I don't think it would change my life at all. Yeah, no. Like, I don't see – like, I didn't start posting about my list to, like, get anything out of it. Um, More like a training journal. Yeah, like, I don't want all the videos on my phone. Um, <laughs> and then, like, like, that's just what people did, so that's what I started out doing. Yeah. It like it's cool because I can like go back and see what I did a year ago. Uh, yeah, absolutely. What I changed, um, and then I can use my own training and techniques that I used and like maybe help somebody else. I got you. Because like that's what like I watch videos and I that's how I learn how to do a lot of stuff too. For sure, for sure. What um so mental health wise. When I first started this, it was it was to talk about the correlation between mental health and physical health, and then it kind of strayed because it got bigger into powerlifting, and then it strayed one way. But um, you know, what are what are some things that you're doing, you know, to keep your mental health in check? Because this is a sport where I feel like, you know, we all got our little demons, and we all, like you said, you have some anxieties and stuff. What do you do? I mean, you find that lifting obviously helps that, but what do you do as far as like, you know? you know, keeping your mental health in check when maybe you're doing different, 
meet drugs or protocols or, or anything like that? Um, really, I, I tell my like I put myself in this position, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I take what I take, and we all know the side effects of it. So I feel like if I dwell on if like my anxiety for competing, right? Mm-hmm. I just tell myself it's going to get better if I just do more meets. Uh, clearly, I've done 37 meets, and it's not better. Uh, <laughs> no, like, I just, um, I've just gotten to the point of, like, I just enjoy the, like, rush that it gives me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I like the lifting part of it as I just separate myself from the real world for, the, like, two hours of the day. Um, yeah, sure. Because I think, like, work, bills, I think that actually, like, stems most of people's like mental health issues or anxiety and then <clears throat> using it like we just blame it on like the drug or yeah um, i guess that stuff just heightens it you know yeah exactly and i think uh i don't know i, I try not to do anything that like it will like heighten that stuff but i don't really get like a lot of like side effects yeah yeah anyways um yeah i honestly i just like yeah. <clears throat> I just want—I just say like I just get a, get over it. <laughs> so your mental health game is good, then you're all right. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Um, I don't. You, really, don't need, you don't need check-ins from us. You're good. Yeah, I don't really like. I mean, like people ask me how I'm doing. Like when I uh, <clears throat> like just past meet, I uh, I think this was the most nervous I was ever for a meet. Mm-hmm. And Briggs was at my home gym, right? Yeah, but, it is weird. Like you should be super comfortable. Like this is your your mono lift. But you're in front of all your people that you can't and, let down. Well, that so I think that's what it was. It was just like it's at this, it's at my gym, the most place I should be comfortable at. And I'm like, what if I just mess up? Exactly. <laughs> um, and you and, and you announced. I mean, you you kind of tell people you're going for the world record. Yeah, people like, know you're you're encroaching into that territory. So there's you, you set these high expectations. I, that's what I said. We put on ourselves. Like, oh, I know. We kill yeah, ourselves. Like, yeah um yeah i mean i just i think if i like say it then i like have to do it and there hasn't been really like a moment where i said i was gonna do something and i i mean at the american pride i kind of i said i was gonna be the first squat thousand at 242 but um you know bomb <laughs> but you can't help like how uh, next, next american pro yeah um i also can't control like like either but uh, I still went there and I showed up. So, exactly. people probably pull out if they got sick and lost twenty pounds. Listen, I'll say this: <laughs> the, the bet, what saved my day, unfortunately, and I don't mean to shit on you, but what saved my day was knowing that you bombed out too. Because <laughs> you were like, when I saw you on the flight list, I was like, well, that's the guy. Because I've always looked, I study open powerlifting like crazy. You know what I mean? So when I saw the list, I was like, fuck, of course he signed up for this. You know what I mean? I'm looking at the list, and I'm like, well, he's going to dominate in squats. And I'm just picking people apart. Like, who's going to do squats? Who's going to dominate bench? Who's going to pull? And then, I, and then I bombed, and I was so – never bombed before. So I'm like, well, I didn't know what to expect, what to think. I thought it was more of a multiply thing because with them, you know, if you lose or gain three, five pounds and your suit is off, you're oh, a wrap. Yeah. So – so I always consider that a multiply thing. So now I'm in my head and I'm at the bar. Like, what the fuck do I do? And then someone came up to me and was like, oh, Phil just bombed out too. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, 
all right, <laughs> this this is all right. And that's when I went up and talked to you and was like, all right, this is yeah. ranks. <laughs> so, so yeah, at least you made it better for me, if that helps any. No, like honestly, like even after that, I, uh, you know, I sat in stands and I just watched. Um, yeah. And like, I didn't, it didn't really even bother me. Um, my girlfriend I was mad for five minutes, you know? Yeah, I wasn't even, I was just like, that was weird. Like, and then when I got back to the stands, my girlfriend was sitting there. She's like, you know, it just wasn't your day. Maybe you, like, if you continued on, you might have got hurt. So yeah, she, yeah. I was just like, sure, I'll look at it. <laughs> You know What's what I mean? funny is when you do when you do a meet, usually it's like in slow motion, right? It, it takes forever. Yeah. But with the bombing, it, I feel like it happened in three minutes. Like I took my three, I took one squat a minute, and I was out of there. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. I was, <laughs> I was like, damn, I was out there for fucking thirty two seconds total, and yeah. I was done. I remember my name. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, yeah, it was fun, uh, but I don't really like. Um, <clears throat> I was I was saying uh, like this last meet I was I had to cut like the the four pounds or whatever, yeah. and I was like <clears throat> my weight like shot up to like two fifty the the day before, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just like walking around and I, I told my one training partner and he's like like are you worried like you're still like drinking and I'm like nah I'll be good yeah if you like care it's not like he's like you care like what i was like yeah i care but i'm not gonna let it bother me because that stress is gonna make it worse oh for sure for you know, sure. like when you go in a water cut you know you're probably gonna gain a few extra pounds just from like all the extra water the extra salt load whatever mm-hmm. so like you just like that's i'm like yeah just from the salt and water like i'm not gonna stress it because that's gonna like hold it <laughs> hold it on yeah yeah <laughs> um so I, I was like the next morning i was like I bet you I'll be 244 the next morning. So I was going to weigh myself as 244, and I was like, see, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, uh, I just sat in a sauna, my little sauna tent for like 30 minutes, and I was 240, 242. And by the time I drove there and <clears throat> weighed in, I was 241 or something. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> so what's, uh, what's recovery look like for you? What do you do for recovery? You got any, any key tips, anything? Um. You a good sleeper? Dude, no. I'm the worst. <laughs> Me too. <clears throat> so I, I get like three to four hours a day. Um, uh, just hard with like working nights. And then like my schedule is so tight that I have to, like, I can't sleep eight hours because it'll just be like I get a new meal in and then I work out at two and then I leave from there and go go to work. So now the days that I'm off, I try to get, you know, I still stay up to like twelve or one, mm-hmm. uh, probably twelve, um, and that's by I probably get the most sleep then on my days off. But even then, it's like six hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now I'm eating a lot more, so I, I may like fall asleep on the couch with the dogs. <laughs> All bloated out. <laughs> yeah, um, and they keep me they keep me super lazy. They're sleep both sleeping right now, so yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> my recovery though um is just i guess food really food? Yeah. smoke weed or no no so i can't just with my job because I oh, gotcha gotcha um yeah just really just food uh i do some mobility and like pt stuff for my my pec and upper body and then if my like legs are beat up i'll get needled and all that um i used to do a lot more like cold baths but i don't do that anymore 
Sometimes I do a cold shower. Cold but, baths are fucking tough, man. Dude, I loved them. I, I used to love them, and now they're brutal. Like, you, once you get away from them, it's so hard to get back into it, I feel like. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I would agree. Um, they were just relaxing. Like, I was just like, I just felt so numb, and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I got I to ask, favorite squat bar, favorite deadlift bar? Uh, like, can I use a specialty bar? Well, yeah, you could do that, too. Okay. Um, I'll just say for a straight bar. Uh, I like Kabuki. Um, okay. People don't. <clears throat> just say, say it's whippier, which I never – I was always whipped more on the Texas bar, and I used to shake a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah my, my all my squats are terrible because, like, I'd pick, and I'd just be shaking like crazy. <laughs> I'd go down, and I would squat up pretty quick, but – um, once I got to the Kabuki bar, I, that kind of like stopped. Um, so for straight bar, I'd say the Kabuki bar, squat bar. I hate the freaking 65 pound Iron Wolf. No, no good. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I had to use that for the, the prep for that little raw dogs meat. <laughs> Dude, I was like, yeah, this is so so dumb. So then, what's your what's your favorite specialty bar to squat with? Are you an SSB guy? No, I like the Camper bar. Mm. That's you're the first fucking person I've heard that actually likes the camper. Bar. I, I, uh, Louie made me squat on it, right? Mm-hmm. And I went there and I was like, you know, F this bar. This, like, I want to, like, it's trying to kill me. Yeah. And now I'm like, bring it on. Yeah. I could, Sorry. for fun about it, I can't get my upper back tight. I feel like I can't get it. You know but, what I mean? It, it gets to swinging and shit, and I'm a fast yeah. squatter, so it gets to moving. Yeah. And I don't have the patience in between reps to keep settling it. So I'm, I, I just look like a fucking madman when I squat with it. Yeah, I started getting pretty good. And I think my best squat is like a th- uh, close to a thousand on it or a little bit over. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, I, I'd say the camera bar is probably my favorite. And I hated it. I mean, he made me do it. And I, and I started doing it every week. And I was like, yeah, this thing's going to kill me. <laughs> it's like that. It's like you're fast out of a hole and that thing would just and I was like man swing around like crazy oh, like when I use it we usually use it with chains we usually use it with chains and that thing gets fucking swinging forget about it god yeah forget that's like a tornado um, um, your boy Walker wants to know when your training partners are going to get strong too <laughs> they're doing pretty good um, you know, I just followed him he's a strong kid yeah, man, he's he's young, and uh, he's only been doing it for like I think like three years, maybe three or four years. Yeah, um, And <clears throat> it was funny because he started training at our gym, I think, like last year. And uh, I was like, man, he was doing all these all these reps. He was doing like six sets of six and bleeding from the nose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's so much. He's doing so much stuff and uh, like reps and volume and stuff for like deadlifts. And uh, I was like, like he's definitely dedicated. Like if you're doing six sets of six on deadlifts, like man, you're yeah. mad man, <laughs> psychopath stuff. So. I was like, I, I'm trained with him, so like, um, I'm not even sure how we even like connected, but he started training with us, and his lifts. I mean, he's he's like definitely wants to learn, which is really cool. Um, you know young people really don't want to so then oh, he like program and then he kind of just now follows what we do and yeah. uh, I, I gotta step up my game because he's he's gonna be strong and 
He's coming for you? Yeah. So what would you say at the end of your days, what do you want to be remembered for here? The slot king or what? Uh, you know, I don't really even – I don't care if nobody remember me. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I, I've been, you know, the bottom heavy for a while now, and it's just been the depth thing. So Yeah. Um, well, I, guess, I mean, you can maybe, kind of shut maybe, that up with the sleeves. Over now. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'll start being like uh, remembered as the squat king. But you got, you got Joe Sullivan who wants it, so. Exactly. Joe wants it. Usama's been talking about getting it. I talk to him often, and he says he's going to get it. He went for it at the pro, but couldn't get it. Yeah, yeah. I remember him uh, <clears throat> saying that in that podcast. Yeah. So, um, so right now. Look, like I was uh, – I would like to get uh, – when I was 242, I was like, I'm going to get all three, multiply, wraps, and the raw. Um, now I'm like – Maybe I'll do that in 275. Gotcha. Multiply, I think it was like 11. I think someone just broke it, though, didn't uh, Chris Delafave has it, I believe. He, I trained with him. He trains on Sundays with us at Hellbent. Yeah, um, he, uh, yeah he broke it. He has a lot of them. He has the, I think he has the pull. He has the all-time <laughs> total. Yeah, what did he just squat? Like, was it? 11.10, uh, maybe? or Yeah, I think it was. 11.80, maybe? Yeah, he's up there. 11.45. Um, I th and they just broke it, so yeah, it's probably like somewhere around there. Yeah, um, you know, I went up to the Nittany Barbell, and uh, this was during the the prep for the American Pro. I uh, was like, man, you know, I'll try some multiply today. Like I had no intentions of doing it. Yeah, yeah. I get in it, <clears throat> and I um, this it's like freaking doesn't fit me at all, and right. like winging it, and uh, you know, I go up to like. We were on a bow bar. I hate the bow bar. Yeah. Now nah, I did like 900 in sleeves. It's pretty easy. And then I was like, I'll go to 1,000. I was going to do it in sleeves. But she was like, yeah, you should be smart and just do it in wraps because you have meat, that meat coming up. So I was like, all right, fine. I'll do wraps. And I did 1,000. Pretty easy. This um, just briefs or full suit? This was a full suit at the time. Um, definitely wasn't tight at all. Uh, well, that's what she said, at least. And <laughs> That's fine. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, <clears throat> it didn't really feel like super tight or uncomfortable. So I figured it probably wasn't like that that tight. But um, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I went up to a thousand and I was like, I wonder what the record is. I was like 1110. I was like, I can see myself doing it. But just like, it just didn't work out with my, my meat schedule <laughs> for this yeah. match. And it's hard because I don't have like, I don't have any gear, and I don't have like, I mean my my tra my training crew right now would probably be able to help me, but they have their own things going on, so I don't want to like inconvenience them. And be like, hey, I need you help with gear now. <laughs> do you, I mean, do you guys have multiply people at your gym or no? <clears throat> no, I think we have one single uh, single ply guy. Gotcha. Um, but I definitely want to. I think next year I would like to do a meet. So. After, like, the pro or something? I'll probably do it in between. So, yeah. yeah um, maybe sometime in, like, the summer. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. How the hell are you going to learn all that that fast? Uh, I guess the hardest part would be the bench. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like the squat, you know, because I am the king. So I feel like I just <laughs> I just get it down pretty quick. Um, yeah, it felt pretty, felt pretty natural when I did it the first time. Um, and maybe I could go a little bit wider in my stance. but yeah. That's the hard part for me. I squat so narrow. I threw on briefs, and it was like a whole new squat for me, you know. Yeah. So we do actually a lot of uh, variations of really wide squats. Uh-huh. And – um, so that kind of helps a little bit. Oh, hold on. We're reaching our hour limit here. Let me sign out and sign back in. Pop uh, you back in. Sounds good. One second. Oh. All right. Let's try this again. Back live. Part two. Just waiting on Phil to get in. And we'll get this thing going. Where are you at? Where are you at? Back. I'm so bad at this stuff. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was clicking like accept and invite at the same time. We were probably fucking each other up. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Cause I, you, your invite came. I hit request and it disappeared. And I was like, gosh. I, I must have clicked the same thing 18 times. I don't know. I get so impatient. I'm just like slamming on my fucking phone. I know. <laughs> All right. So right now, top three males and top three female lifters. Your your personal fave, not who are the actual best. Your, who do you like watching? Who do you enjoy training or, or training with or taking tips from or just enjoy watching? Oh, man. <clears throat> uh, top three male. Uh, dude, I don't even really know. I'm so uh, – <laughs> I, like, I mean, I don't even know if Dan Green lifts anymore. Does he lift still? He does. He does. You can count him. I mean, he's always somebody's favorite. Yeah. Also, like I like uh, that guy Her- Herbie. Let's see. Yep. Um, definitely, I'd like to train with, like Andrew uh, House or Boss. Oh yeah, me too. I have him. He's supposed to come on soon, so I was supposed to have him on a couple weeks ago, but it fell through. Oh uh, yeah, I remember. So, so I got to book him again. I'm looking forward to seeing what that maniac has to say on here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, third person, I'd, I'd say like Garrett Fear. Garrett Fear, yeah. Yeah, I like to get a lift with him. See, yeah. yeah, he does. You know, <laughs> I didn't know. You know, some people either love him or hate him. You know what I mean? Hey, he, you know, he started the whole the call me out thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I don't. I mean, I would never. I don't hate anybody, really. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. It's all in good fun. Yeah, it is what it is. So I know I'm not gonna like. You know, he came, he came up and talked to me in America Pro. I wasn't like like f off or anything yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> just power well house was well yeah yeah some people <laughs> some people take it to heart which is fine that's just i mean I'm, it's an emotional sport you know what i mean people get passionate about it some yeah. people can handle it some people can't yeah i don't really it is nothing really bothers me and like especially for power thing uh you know i'm gonna <clears throat> tomorrow i'm still gonna do the same routine exactly you know, if I'm going to still compete or whatever. So what do we got for top three females? Oh, man. Um, I think uh, I think you had her on maybe, Amber. Yep, Amber Hansen. Yeah, she does a little bit of everything, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's ranked in the top for both Raw and Geared. 
and I've seen her compete in both, and she's fucking crazy strong. Okay, yeah, I think she's an American pro, so. Yeah. <clears throat> I do remember that. Um... Hunter Henderson, I think I said. Of course. That. Yep. She's a she's a beast for sure. Um, and I think what uh, Joe Sullivan's girlfriend, maybe she's uh, oh, funny. Yeah, yeah. She's getting back into it, and uh, I enjoy watching her training. She's um, super tactical, so. Oh, for sure. Um, <clears throat> and I think she's about to, like definitely a deadlift record again. For real, for real. Uh, all right, so before we wrap up, I want to give, you know, I always give five minutes or whatever to open mic time. I know you're not much of a, a talker as far as open mic goes, but first off, shout out, you know, your gym, your training partners, uh, plug in your your sponsors, whatever you got to plug in. I'll let you do that, and then we'll end with some advice for the lifters, and we'll get going from there. Yeah, um, so big thanks to – Hectile Fitness, um, Bob and Sheila, they're great people. Uh, they put that barbell club in, and it's just changed, like, every – I mean, there's so many people that come to that gym now, and they have the – like, this is giving the opportunity to literally any type of person to get better, which I think is awesome. Um, very welcome, you know, they welcome everybody. <clears throat> so big thanks to them. They've supported me and helped me through my pretty much my entire journey these past like five years um so <clears throat> definitely shout out to them um my training partners justin and walker and we have a new one nick he's been uh joined in with us and they do all the loading with weights so i have to thank them a lot <laughs> i'm usually just sitting in a chair and i don't really even realize it uh <laughs> So I am going to get better at that, which today I actually got better at it. Um, <laughs> but thanks to them, and they have to put up with me doing a meet every, like, three months. <laughs> uh, thanks to Iron Rebel. They've, yeah. <clears throat> Andy, he's great. And, yeah, Justin, he's helped me with my oxygen. I have a little, <laughs> one of my little squeeze bottles that, that give you oxygen real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I carry that around. Um, <laughs> but, uh yeah, Andy at Iron Rebel, I mean, we talk decent amount and, you know, the equipment that they come out with and provide is great. So, thanks to them. Um, oh, real quick, not to cut you off, who gave you the nickname Filthy? Uh, I, I thought that was so – like, I thought that was dope how they acquired your name into it. And yeah, I, uh, I think I actually gave myself that name. Did you? Yeah, I don't even really know why or how that came even started, but uh, I just remember seeing it as one of your codes, and I was like, "That's actually a dope play on like his name." <laughs> yeah, actually making shirts. Um, Are you? Yeah, they're gonna say "filthy" in the front, which is pretty funny, <laughs> and then "most hated" in the back, which I'm not even "most hated" now because right, just congratulate. Well, yeah, now you're congratulated here. I'm just say "most hated" and then in parentheses in raps. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> how to do a rap beat just so people hate me again <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah actually justin gave me the the famous phil one. Oh yeah uh so yeah um 
And then obviously, thanks to my girlfriend, she keeps me in line, um, makes sure I get all my food in, which is like, I'm terrible at eating. Yeah, me too. And she's like, hey, did you eat? And I'm like, no, I guess I'll eat again. And <laughs> drinking water, I'm terrible at. So she's like, you know, fill your water up and drink it. Um, and just like, she's been at every meet so far. And she sits there and she's learning. She's a bodybuilder, so she doesn't know much about power fans. So yeah. trying to learn everything, which is great. She's on the grind with you. Yeah. Uh, so, and then... Big thanks to her for keeping my health in check. I'll sure. forget that sometimes. You know what I mean? Um, oh, absolutely. They're like focused on what's next and how do we get stronger. So, oh, yeah. We, ri we risk our health a lot in order to get, you know. Five pounds. Exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so thanks to all of them. And then, you know, it's really thanks to – everybody that supports me and uh, there's there's a decent amount I guess um, follows me and likes my stuff I guess and asks me questions I think it's always cool because I never really I don't think of myself as like uh, like a top person you know what I mean like yeah. I, so when people like ask me a question of like how I can help them I'm like oh it's it's flat it's definitely flattering and you know what I mean yeah Boost the ego a little bit. We all need that little pat on the back sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and then, like, thanks to my family because they've stuck with me, too. They don't understand why I do what I do. but Yeah, of course. The meets, they watch it on live stream, whatever they can do. Um, so. All right, so last but not least, what <laughs> advice do you got for new lifters that are following you, watching you? How do I get, like, filthy Phil? Filthy Phil. Um Really just have open ears and eyes because you get so tunnel vision in the sport. Um, you always look at the next day and what's on the program and that's what you follow. And maybe ask your coach questions. Um, if they can't answer them, then you should probably get a new coach. Uh, <laughs> or like, you know, you tell them you want to try something new. Um, you know, you have, this is a marathon of the sport. Mm -hmm. uh, so try to be in it as long as possible, as long as you enjoy it. And I think to enjoy it more is just switching it up, maybe switching into like wraps or trying multiply or single ply. Um, do different federations. Don't be stuck to one. I think yeah. a, a big thing like the meets that like people hate, like RPS, Metal Militia, they like the best meets like fun wise. Yeah, I did. I, I was just saying that on the last podcast. I You know, I go to Metal Militia Worlds every year up in Lake George, and it's one of the best meets I've been to, you know what I mean? It, yeah, and it's probably like most of the strongest people in the world, too. Well, that's what I mean. And you got, you know, this guy spent, you know, Crawford spends 30 grand just on the rig with the lights and the smoke and the music's blasting. Like, it, it's, a, it's a real fun meet to be a part of. I did that one a couple of years ago, and that's <clears throat> a lot of people crapped on me because they're like, it's so dark and there's so much fog and strobe lights and now like not every meat does that. Yeah. I know. That's now that's the norm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you guys were just literally shitting on me for doing a metal motion because it had all that. And then like <laughs> four months later, everybody's doing it. Um, yeah. I mean, just like, just enjoy the sport as much as you can. Um, sure. You know, there's always meets every weekend. So like if you do bad one meet, just 
get to the next one. Absolutely. Have have much fun. Talk to people. Um, make Meet people bullshit. Yeah, yeah. We're all we all like doing the same thing. We all like lifting heavy weights. We like getting PRs. You know, we all have bad days. So, for sure, be, be nice to people. All right. Well, it looks like we're going to be sharing the platform twice next year. <clears throat> oh yeah. We'll be at Ghost and we'll be at the Pro. Oh. All right, all right. I'm signed up. I'll be 242, though, so I'll stay out of your way at 275. Are you doing wraps? I am doing wraps, yes. Both? For both. Uh, that's the plan. Wraps, definitely for Ghost. Yeah. Um, if I can hit the goal that I want to hit for Ghost, then I might think about sleeves for the Pro. Okay. But as of right now, I'm, I'm thinking wraps for both. Well, um, I got some goals I want to hit for wraps, then I want to work down the sleeves, then, you know, think about things from there. Yeah. So, anyways, it was a pleasure having you on. Yeah, for sure. I hopefully, hopefully I, we'll do it again. I appreciate it a ton. Um, I don't do many of these, and I think they're always fun. Like I said, I just enjoy talking to people. So Absolutely. So, anytime you want to come back on, just let me know. All right. Sounds good, man. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. All right. Yes, sir. Later. See you.